Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. Let's start the show. Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave, and Jay is not with me for this bonus episode. Me and Jay couldn't fit everything that we wanted to talk about into episode 198, so we just got out what we could get out, but I am joined by my wife, Lauren. Hey. To bring you a little bit more news and another bonus review. So, but before we get into the few news stories that I have, I wanted to find out, Lauren, what are you watching? What are you watching? What are we watching? He's trying to watch some illegal channel. Oh, ain't watching. No, 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 go past this. Past this part. In fact, never play this again. All right, so me and you get down to watching practically the same things. Right. Uh, you know, t- together. So this week, uh, we didn't really watch a whole lot of movies. I mean... We're getting ready to do Back to the Future movie cocktail, so right, you've right. been present for me watching the entire trilogy. So that, that's what we've been up to, and you've right. been watching me toil away in the kitchen as I attempt to make a cocktail for it. Still haven't nailed it, but I'm confident that in the next 24 to 48 hours, I'll have it just right. Um, but we got around to, I showed you Parasite. Yes. This weekend. Yep. So, you know, the movie that everybody's talking about because it won an Academy Award. Me and Jay both love it. It was Jay's number one film of the year, my number two film of the year. Mm-hmm. What did you think of it? Is it worthy of all this praise? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was about one thing. And then I listened to the radio uh, earlier last week and I found out it was some. It was about something totally different now, now what you heard on on the show you're talking about is Preston and Steve right, show. Right. What you heard on that did that spoil it for you at all because nah. I think they just said it was about uh, a lower class family infiltrating a right, right, right. family and that right. was it right uh, but because they told me what it was I wanted to watch it okay. so because of that I'm like okay yeah I'm okay with watching Parasite and we did it on a Saturday early afternoon yeah so there was no chances of me falling asleep reading subtitles <laughs> that's true that's true yeah and uh i mean i, I think it's i think it's a fantastic movie it just it goes in a completely different direction than yeah, i think yeah, yeah. what anyone even the ending yeah, yeah absolutely and um i think it's definitely oscar worthy i think it's perfect totally the reason you know best movie of the year absolutely the reason i ask you is because mm-hmm. and it's no offense but like me and jay obviously watch movies with the mindset that we're probably going to talk about it and review it on the show and stuff like right. that. But you have, for lack of a better word, a layman's uh, <laughs> you know, view on movies and stuff. Very interesting. Even to a layman. You say you're a layman. But it was you who caught me. You don't always care, you know, cr- uh, critically whether a movie right, is good right, or right. not. Or and normally like if it's Oscars, I'm like, ugh, yeah, it's, it's probably bad. But there was like Marriage Story. There was uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, there are stinkers like the Irishman, but, <laughs> but whatever. Mean, that's what me and Jay <laughs> talked about on on the last episode that we did was like, it's kind of a different type of Oscar feel this year. Yeah. It's not the same normal Oscar Beatty type stuff. They really stretched out and had a lot of different type of movies that were that were right. nominated. But that's not the only thing we watched this weekend. It's me and not. You, <laughs> me and you uh, have been getting into some trash tv and by trash tv what i mean is it's reality tv yeah yeah but i don't think it's 
you know, as trashy as like some of the trash or some of the reality reality shows out there. Like, I think it gets a pass because yeah. so we we've been watching Ms. and the Misses. Awesome. I don't know how you came across it, but you're like, I'm gonna put on Ms. and the Misses. I'm like, so, all right, so whatever. Ju- all right, so just like we watch like Modern Family and Goldbergs right. on Hulu, and when we've caught up on the on those shows, it's just like here. Try fresh off the boat, and we're like, stop trying to make fresh right, off right, the boat right, happen. Right, we're right. not going to watch this show. Right. Uh, we're we're not into it, you know. And it's very much the same thing. I forget what I was watching, but it was just like, here, season one, episode one of Miz and the Misses, and I was like, <laughs> Miz. I was like, is this that WWE guy who yep. used to be on Real World Road Rules Challenge and right, stuff? Right, right. Sure enough, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I give it a pass on like the 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 light reality because I mean, this is scripted reality for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of it is definitely scripted. I don't know right. if all of it is. Scripted, but a lot of it is. But it's okay. Like it's right. not too. But it's added. scripted reality about people who make a living doing scripted yeah. fighting for yeah, yeah, fake yeah. for fans and fun. So right, it's like right, right. you kind of expect their scripted reality to reflect, you know, WWE, right, right, like that. So I kind of give it a pass, but I find it truly hilarious. Like, I, do I do too. It's funny. The entire yeah. the, the entire premise of the show is that you know the Miz has a wife they're having a baby they're in the process of moving and in every episode he he has some sort of notation and thought that he's right. going to do something one way and then he has to learn about throughout the entire episode why he is so wrong and why right, his right, wife right. is so right it's yeah. practically a sitcom that, yeah. i mean that's how you know it's it's written because but it's only him that's always like but it's only him. messing up <laughs> yeah and and he's an absolute cartoon character yeah. of a person oh yeah if, if that's how he really is in real life He's a fucking Looney Tune. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's okay. He's a lot of fun. So it's not necessarily like a recommend, you know, check it out. If you're a WWE fan, I guess, maybe watch it if you're interested in The Miz. I mean, we don't watch WWE. I haven't watched right. WWE since the Attitude Era, basically. And I mean... Yeah. Like like when a breaking glass just makes you go, right, oh, right. hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So dun, 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 I can't dun. tell you the last time I watched WWE, but not every once time. in a while, like uh, they show other wrestlers and you're like, who? the hell is this guy but then we're like oh I, i've heard of that guy right. before but i still like wrestling I, right. I respect it like i really enjoyed um fighting with my family this year yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's tangentially related to to professional yeah, wrestling. it's about I mean, a wwe diva right in her start right. all that stuff and, right. and like i i like that and it causes me sometimes to like go do like a little bit of research and being like oh this happened that happened that's cool but i'm not gonna like set my dvr for, no. for monday night no Raw. no no we we have other or for stuff. tuesday or thursday night smackdown whenever <laughs> right. those ones happen right. i don't I, I couldn't even tell you who the champion is right now and i don't know what active storylines there are oh no idea but I'll, I'll probably keep watching Miz and the Misses. So. Yeah, until I don't know how many seasons are there. Do you know? Uh, so I called it. You watched season two, episode one last right. night while I was in here recording. When I got out, I watched season two, episode one. Okay. And I found out that like there's episode two and episode three after that, and we're all caught up with the series. It's oh, it's, it's running live currently. So oh. so we're all caught up. Oh darn. Yeah. So we have to find some stuff to <laughs> yeah, fill in the time. Well, you did. I mean, well, you know, you finished Shrill. You you watched Shrill. Yes. on Hulu, which mm-hmm. is the uh, A.D. Bryant right. TV yep. show. I finished that. I think that's produced by Lauren Michaels as yes. well. Mm-hmm. So it's yep. like basically like an SNL show that is, I, I don't know how to put it. I guess it's about a, a millennial growing up and A.D. 
Bryant plays a, a millennial who is, you know, she's AD Bryant, so she's a bit large girl, which right. is like she's kind of like dealing with that, but she's comfortable with who she is. Yes. And that's one mm-hmm. of the things that's great about it. She has a... Or I, she's finding how, how, to she, how to be comfortable with Right. The first season, right. it was all about her versus an internet troll. She's right, a, right, she's right. She's an internet columnist and an internet troll played by uh, Bet, uh, Beck Bennett. Beck Bennett, yep. Yeah. Also from SNL, yep. All about her finding out who he is and then confronting him in an absolute right. glorious moment of rage, <laughs> of just feminist rage, and I loved it. Right. <laughs> um, and then the second season is kind of like her finding herself in a relationship from what I saw, and she's dating a baby Sasquatch. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. <laughs> well, you look at Lumpy. Mm. He's sure grown, huh? He's a man that looks just like Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. He's yeah. just shorter you know but he's he's round and he's no he's much taller than her though right but he's still a baby sasquatch yeah, right? i guess he's not yeah. he's not jay's height but no he's, <laughs> no he might be actually I don't know, but he's, he's a really tall guy he's a gross human being though like he's super gross like there was a moment where he was talking about going down on her and she's like no i got like two day old vag yeah i haven't, I haven't showered and he goes well i got three day old balls yeah so. yeah I was like, ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> oh god no freshly showered to go downtown come on but uh you would recommend shrill to other people so. absolutely yeah yep. so that, that's especially if you like the newer cast members of snl because a lot of some of them will pop and we up. do we watch snl pretty right. frequently so. right um but yeah it's a fun show absolutely. absolutely all right let's get into some news stories this week news story all right we got a couple of these disney plus news stories that uh me and jay kind of cut out of the last episode but i did want to sit down i thought you're actually the perfect person probably better than yeah. jay when it comes to yeah. disney movies to sit down and talk to about this because uh rumors were swirling that rick moranis was right. going to be returning to acting and he, his first role was going to be as wayne Zelinsky in the honey i shrunk the kids right. reboot that was coming to disney plus a movie that's coming to disney plus uh when disney was asked about it several weeks ago that they didn't know where anybody got that information right no one had like, reached nah. out to Rick moranis no nah. nah, come on he, he doesn't right. act he's None out of, this of the is game. going on and the the the, uh, the producer's only comment was that josh gad was right. going to be playing adam Zelinsky, right the son from the first movie and he's all grown up and they are rebooting Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Well, lo and behold, this week we find out that Rick Moranis <laughs> will 100% be returning to the role. At this of Wayne point, Zelensky. Disney's like, we just need to put right. the official word out there. And it's 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 going to follow Josh Gad. He will be the star. He will be playing Adam Zelinsky. Mm-hmm. The movie is going to be called Shrunk. Right. But this makes me wonder, like, you know that Sony went to him and asked if he would like to come back to be Lewis Tully right. in Ghostbusters Afterlife because they got everybody else right, right, to right. do it. And he said no. He said no, right, yeah. Be- but he's going to return to this. I wonder so, like, what the connection is with... I mean, I know Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was a huge thing for his career. Right. Um, but it was kind of like one of the real last things that, that he did. I mean, in fact, the last movie he did was Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves right. in the late 90s. So right. I wonder what it is about, about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, like what back. what is with this character that he feels so connected to the point that he loves it so much that he would, you know 
get it you know come return after this right. long hiatus what he did some voice work in between he's done some voice work but, yeah um but that's basically it like right he did step away from hollywood due to, right. his, due to his wife's illness and then her eventual death and and it was to to raise his kids and mm-hmm. stuff like that he spent some time as a country music recording artist in canada and his kids have been grown for some time now so he could have come back at any time right right he just never wanted to he had no need to or want to and he said he always said like if it was the right project that came along he would do it and, and ghostbusters afterlife <laughs> not the right project right shrunk starring josh gad the fucking snowman from frozen this is it that's the guy all right let's do it <laughs> so i i think it's going to be interesting let's get into our next news story disney plus is also reviving another long ago disney live action and i series. showed this one to you yes so i, I actually knew about this months ago that they were going to be doing a a Mighty Ducks reboot. Right. I didn't know it was a TV series, but mm-hmm. it's it's not it's not going to be a a Mighty Ducks movie. It's going to be a TV series. The TV series will focus on a 13-year-old boy uh, who gets kicked off the junior division Mighty Ducks team. So him and his mom decide to start their own team. They find their own players and a coach and a new place to play. So, so that's what it's going to be about. This kid mm-hmm. is getting kicked off a team. Him and his mom are going to go start their own team. And they're going to have to find their own coach. So now why is he getting kicked off the team? That's what I want to know. Is he a bad kid? Right. Because like, then it's like, why would you do this? Well, wait. Why? Like, was he kicked off the team because, like, maybe maybe they're going to do a thing where, like, this 13-year-old kid getting kicked off the team is kind of mirroring Gordon Bombay's experience. Maybe he was a jerk kid. Right. Right. And his mom goes and he and they get a bunch of... They get Instead a bunch of mom of, just making the kid, like, take yeah. the punishment that's okay baby we'll just make our own team millennial moms uh, <laughs> that just makes sense no but uh, it's very possible that he is kind of like a badass kid where and he's kind of a jerk and stuff and that that winds him in some trouble to get him kicked off the team so they start their own team and when they start getting all these rejects like the right. ducks were he learns to work as a team and stuff like that just like gordon bombay did in the original right. one but the 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 thing the news story is that this this week Emilio Estevez well, tweeted a photo of himself mm-hmm. dressed up in hockey gear, ready to reprise his role at fifty seven years old yep. as Coach Gordon Bombay. Yep, yeah, I can't wait. But I, I'm excited. Yeah, I love that he said once a duck, always a duck. <laughs> quack 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 quack, Mister Ducksworth. Quack 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 quack. <laughs> Gordon, stop quacking. So I actually can't wait for this. Uh, I've been saying for a long time, I love the Mighty Ducks. I, I would love to see something else in the universe, and I'm glad that it's not a a remake, a remake. or yeah, right, right. Doing exactly. a little bit of a continuation. I, right. I kind of, I kind of dig that. Next news story. All right, this week it became official. We're just going to stick with with the Disney realm that Aladdin will officially be getting a sequel. <sighs> yeah. I mean, the second Aladdin there was for the cartoon there was a sequel, right? And two was it two or three sequels? for aladdin the cartoon there was th- so there was there was a, the tv series or there's you right, right there's okay, a cartoon that's what series I'm and then there was return of jafar and then there was also aladdin and the prince of thieves where he meets his papa who right is, who is the 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 ringleader of the prince of thieves right he is, he is the prince of thieves so thus making aladdin a prince himself <laughs> i guess yeah and worthy of jasmine's hand he's a prince of thieves but you know whatever uh so i don't know whether this will follow the script of return of jafar i'm sure that there's going to be hints and elements of it little nods to it right not sure whether it's gonna you know really follow I didn't that line i think aladdin did that great to have a second one did not it lost money but okay 
they're soldiering on. <laughs> I think I think Disney's willing to just like we talked about with Birds of Prey. Maybe it's uh, you know, it, it might not do gangbusters. It might just barely make its money back, but right. they have a plan and they're just going to try and stick to it and hope that 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 wins over the audience. It may work. It may not. Uh, I'm not probably going to be too interested in seeing the Aladdin. Sequel. Right, but with a six-year-old in the yes. house, she's going to want to watch it because. We're her only source for Disney Plus at this point. Yeah, so she's <laughs> she's going to want to watch it, and we'll probably take her to the theaters to watch it. So um, that's probably how I'll go see it, but I'm, right. I'm not interested in it. I, I do want to see who they get to direct it, though, because yeah. Guy Ritchie didn't do such a bang-up job at, right, at right. this movie, so I'm kind of hoping that it's going to be someone else, maybe maybe even like a, a younger director, kind of like an upstart who's never really done much of anything else and really wants to make a name for themselves right. and here this is it. and doing this, but, uh, you know, because Guy Ritchie, he could care less, you know? <laughs> he yeah. Was, he was probably writing The Gentleman while he was directing <laughs> Aladdin and could care less about how Aladdin's box office did, but Aladdin sequel moving forward, and uh, I don't believe that this has any weight on the Prince Anders movie, which is still reportedly which coming. Which is so weird. <laughs> so Why, weird. of all people, to do a spinoff movie on... The, Prince- the one white guy yeah. in, <laughs> in Aladdin. <laughs> right, you know, do right. a spinoff of, of him, you know? Guess he eventually finds love, too, you know? Yeah. Why wouldn't you do a Jafar spinoff? Make me care about that villain a little bit. Do a Jafar spinoff. Tell the story of who Jafar was beforehand. Before he got there. Right, you know? Yeah. Because he seems like he had at least an interesting life where he, where he asks, like, where is he from? And he's like, far, far you know, f- uh, far greater than you've traveled. Try me. You know, because he's, like, traveled the world. Yeah, but so. it's Disney, so they're going to make a uh, prequel for anyone. It's going to be the genie. Make How a, does genie become... No. the genie yeah make a rated r jafar exactly movie the- <laughs> just make a rated r jafar movie right <laughs> just like just like warner brothers is doing with the joker and Bear yeah. get a rated r jafar movie i just want to see it that. won't go to disney plus or go to hulu or something yeah yeah <laughs> you know where he like it's just his his life disemboweling people and learning sorcerous powers yeah and stuff. yeah yeah let's do that next news story Lauren, you're not going to care too much about this one because I think to this day you still have not seen all of these movies. Uh, <laughs> Indiana Jones 5 will start shooting this April. Ugh, he's so old. He is so, so old. I remember, like, I, I remember watching... The fourth one was Shia LaBeouf in it. And <laughs> with Shia LaBeouf. Shia, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Shia you LaBeouf. saw a movie that you liked with him in it this year, though. You yeah. mean you watched Peanut Butter Falcon? Oh, no, together. no. Okay. So I was, I had nothing against Shia LaBeouf. I didn't even, I didn't even, I mean, I'm, I liked the fourth Indiana Jones. I don't care what anyone says. I thought it was fine. And Stand up from that chair, walk out that door, <laughs> and continue walking out the I front door and fine. don't come back. They did aliens. Whatever. Who cares? But um, Aliens make sense for a 1950s setting. With, right. Uh, you know, it's fine. Sci-fi but, like, TV and stuff. I saw that movie, and um, what's his face? Um the the st- no, no, no! Star of it, uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Jesus. His face wasn't droopy yet, and then like <laughs> a year or so later, I saw him in something right around his- the same time that he crashed a plane on an LA freeway. Right, probably. and his face was all droopy, and I'm like, "Holy shit! What a big difference!" And I mean, if it's because of the airplane crash, I am so sorry. I didn't mean it to <laughs> no, come out so no, negative. It's not. Okay, it's good. Not. He's just old. He's old, honey. He's like, I think he's, I think he's pushing eighty at this point, or at least his late seventies. <laughs> but uh, in, a, in, a, in an interview with with IGN Harrison Ford said I'll, I'll try to do this in my Harrison Ford voice so we'll see if it comes out well I'm not gonna share the story with you because uh, that doesn't seem like a good idea 
But we'll see new developments in uh, his life, his relationships. We'll see part of it, uh, some of his history resolved. So apparently, some of <laughs> some of uh, the, you know they, they use this line a lot. Some of Indiana Jones' history will be resolved, and I'm assuming that history that's going to be resolved is, hey man, where's Mutt Jones? Well, he was uh, the monkeys from the uh, rainforest. They followed us home and disemboweled him. And- Drew and courted him. I don't even know who Mutt Jones is. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Oh, is that his name? Was Mutt Jones? (laughs) I didn't realize that was his name. Yeah, yeah, that was his name. I've seen it once. (laughs) Yes. I've seen it once and not remember hating it like most people did. Ford wants everybody, like Harrison Ford, does want everyone to know that he he's, has read the script and he says it's actually a really fantastic script. It's being uh, it's being penned by Jonathan Kasdan, who is the son of the screenwriter of the original Raiders of the Lost Ark screenwriter Lawrence Kasdan. So I guess I should be like like surprised or something, but I don't know who that is. Uh, I guess he wrote well, that John movie Kasdan, that you he, just he, said. he also was one of the writers on Sola, one of the writers that was brought in to kind of fix the Solo script. So he's doing the, the, kind of like the exact same thing here. Gotcha. He's, he's been brought in to kind of tighten this script up and stuff. But Harrison Ford seems excited to return to this part. I'm not sure if I'm excited to have him, but I, I am intrigued by this correcting of his history. Like what what's, what's going to be corrected? The fact that he married, you know, Marion Ravenwood. Was he not supposed to marry? her i don't know i just don't know if you if you want to continue bringing her back i mean i think you can have an adventure where you mention that he has a wife and a kid but that you just don't show them you know what i mean like or i he, guess he's a guy who travels the world do you think his wife and his kid are going to come with him everywhere especially when probably she's, not especially when she's you know suffering from osteoporosis <laughs> and the next fall she can break a hip you know <laughs> Just saying, she's she's gone through the change. She's she's past the hot flashes. Everything she's got the uh, she's got the white hair, and it's up it's it's up in like a tight, <laughs> in yeah. tight curls. You know, <laughs> that's the age Marion Ravenwood's at now. While while Indy's still trying to uh, you know sling a whip and and uh, <laughs> not swing, break a hip, swing his dick around. You know. <laughs> oh, wouldn't it be funny if he's riding? He's he's totally got to crash a plane in this movie, right? That'd be great. Yeah, why not? Harrison was off for real, or is that just part of the act? Oh, you'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you could fly a plane. Why, yes. Plan? No. So much. <laughs> Next news story. <clears throat> All right, this is the final news story that we're going to go over, and uh, this one's kind of a kind of a big one. I think people are making more of a big deal than needs to mm-hmm. be made out about it. But we got our first look at Robert Pattinson in the Batman right. outfit. Um, it's it's bathed in red and having a lot of people draw parallels to Daredevil because the, the headpiece, the cow, kind of only comes down to the base of his skull and then it right. looks like there's kind of like like leather or cloth or something. Seems like a the, much more comfortable. Definitely more comfortable. <laughs> Not sure. having that crap all around you. For yeah. sure. He can he can turn his head here. Right. Um, but, you know, a lot of people are looking at this. You can obviously, if you're listening to this, you've either already checked out the footage or you could check out the footage on youtube it's people are saying it's a teaser but this is more of like a proof of concept this is more of like a a, a camera test for for the outfit um but i think the most interesting thing is the score that's playing mm-hmm. when they're doing it because that is the score that's going to be used in the batman movie which is uh the composer is michael giacchino philadelphia's own giacchino michael giacchino michael Gi- My- no, G- michael giacchino giacchino, giacchino. 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 Okay. yes 
He's from Philadelphia. <laughs> he lives he lives locally. I love I absolutely love the guy. Is he from Philly? Yeah, he has he actually has a house locally. So. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't he's know from, he was I from he's, I Philly. He's from the area. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. So, he's on Preston Steve. A lot. I know he is. That's why I know how to say his last name as Giacchino. Giacchino? Yeah. I've always said Giacchino. Yeah, well, you're Giacchino. saying it wrong. Never knew Giacchino. it was Giacchino. But uh <laughs> so you do you do hear that music playing, but they kind of start off and they do like a pan like up his chest and stuff like that. Right. We see that it's it's kind of like plate armor, uh, a lot like we got with Christopher Nolan's Batman, but it is different. It's a little bit more fuller, um, and you're, you're going to have to pat him out because you know Pattinson, not bulky. You know? And they said that he's. It's taken. It's what is it? A hard time for him to bulk up, right? Yeah, he's. He's not one of those guys that are meant to be he's, big. He's just got to find the same, uh, you know, HGH dealer that <laughs> Zac Efron has, you know? Right. <laughs> he needs that human growth hormone, that that, yeah. that, 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 that same strain that, that Zac Efron's on so he could bulk up like that. But, uh, you know, it, it does look like plate armor. It really reminds me of, you know, if I'm if I'm thinking about it, the things that it reminds me of a lot are Zero Year, like the Greg Capullo mm-hmm. stuff, or Arkham Asylum. And, uh, but what really... It, reminds me of is uh there's a there's an artist his name is lee bergimo and he has one of the absolute best like drawing styles and i think that it actually lends to to this to this character really well and if you if you've never seen you know bergimo's art i i highly suggest you look up uh bergimo you know, Batman, or per se, to, right. to look it up because I think that that is probably the closest that we are going to that that, that you're going to see in the comic books or in in past media that looks like this looks. Okay. Uh, and then they go up to the cow, and it does. A lot of people are saying there's like stitching in it, so it looks like it's leather. It was hard for me to see that. I yeah. I didn't see it, but I believe it. People if, have paused it, and it I'm adds. sure, like you said, I believe it. Enhance. 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 Just print the damn things. People are like messing with their uh, the lighting on their TV screens. They're messing with the color right, to stuff. make it yeah. really bright and everything. So <laughs> it, it does seem to be a little bit more of like a homegrown type right. of, type of Batman suit. Uh, but one thing they do is they it looks like they may actually have the white pieces in mm-hmm. his eyes, so they right. don't have to do the eye black makeup and stuff like that. So it looks like they're adding that, which is an element that I've always wanted to see. They kind of did that with. Ben Affleck's Batman, he, right. uh, when he was wearing that uh, that armor, it kind of has like the shining eyes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think they're going to do something similar, but it's going to be more like just just white glass that, right. that covers them up, giving them more of like these dead eyes look. You know, it's like a like a doll's eyes. Yeah, you don't even know he's alive. Right, so it turns over, <laughs> bites you, and then uh, they stop just before the ears. They don't. Right. They don't show. They the don't ears. show it. Right. And I, I was like, what's what's the point of like not showing the ears? Like, why wouldn't you show them? But I think like, I think like the ears. It, it kind of is telling about the type of Batman that you're gonna get. Like, I feel like if you have short ears, you're having like a, a tough brawler type Batman. And it seems like it was always that way in the comics. Like Jim Lee's Batman has very short ears. Right. Frank Miller's Batman very short ears. Uh, I think like if it's long ears, you're getting more of like a detective type story. Like it always feels like the long ears, which are- is what we kind of heard of 
this movie, right? right. It's going to be more detective. More detective based. And when I was thinking about it, I, I think they didn't show it because I don't think they wanted to surprise people with, with like the, the big long. I think it's going to look like Detective Comics number one. Okay. That's my thought. It's going to be like these these big ears that kind of like. Right. They're come like off. massively long ears. Yeah. And, right. And they, and, and they don't like adhere close to the side of the head right. like, like most ears do in Batman comics. They're going to be more kind of like out yeah. to, to the side and right. stuff and look more bat-like. Right. Um, I, I, I get the feeling like that's what it's going to be because I think that they're going to be playing homage to kind of like older Batman detective stories. That's what they want to do here. All reports are that uh, that this script will heavily involve the long Halloween um, and that is a long-eared Batman. Which and, explains why they have so many of the different characters in right. it, because he runs into all these characters. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we we, we will soon get to see Zoe Kravitz in, in, in the Catwoman outfit. We will soon get to see And Colin she said Farrell. she tried on the she, outfit, she has, but there's no... She had a no, camera test. Yeah. Right. She had a camera test. Uh, you know, we'll get to see Colin Farrell as the Penguin. We'll get to see Paul Dano as uh, the Riddler, Edward Nashton. Right. Not Edward Nigma because they want to be as realistic as possible Commissioner Gordon and the list goes on and on but and he on. won't be Commissioner Gordon he will be Detective, Detective Gordon Detective Gordon mm-hmm. right right uh, so I'm looking forward to it I don't put too much stock in these screen tests and stuff like that right but I think everybody is extremely interested for this movie and they're just clamoring for whatever little bit of of media they can get from it right now because it's still uh, a ways it's, out. Yeah, and it's very hush hush. Right, and they're filming it right mm-hmm. now. But I think they wanted to. It seems like they wanted to release something for how the suit looks because they're going to be filming. You have to keep people excited though. Like that's you the do, thing. but like they're also <laughs> filming the movie right now, right? And they're not filming it on on a like a closed set or anything. Like they're going to be using city streets. Oh, and okay. people own drones. People live in high rises and have right. cameras and stuff. They're like they will capture footage of Pattinson in the Batman suit outside. So Warner Brothers won't be in control of that though. Right. So it could look muddy, it could look shitty, all the effects won't be done on it, and people will always have a knee-jerk reaction to like, that's not how Batman looks. Right. That's not my fucking Batman. And they get all upset, so they decided, no, let's let's control it. Let's put this image out there now so people know what to expect or they have this image in their head when they start seeing all those leaked set photos that are going to be coming makes out sense. eventually. So that's going to do it for our news. Lauren, we got a brief ad that we got to do before we jump into our Sonic the Hedgehog review. Sounds good. This episode of Super Movie Brothers is brought to you by Ball Wash. Lauren, you actually bought me my first set I of did. Ball Wash. Yep. I absolutely fell in love with the product. It is a body wash and a, a, a it's cologne. It's a cologne, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a sack rub. It's, it's, right, right. It's, it's it's you put it it's basically deodorant for your balls completely safe to to use on your genitals but it is long lasting it lasts all day you use it in the morning and you can work your ass off at work you can go to the gym you can come back and you still won't have that funky from under cheese yeah apparently um balls smell bad balls smell if you don't take care of it balls smell you know i mean i i used to be a two shower a day guy shower in the morning go out to work and i had a physically laborious job come home shower again because Mainly because the balls stink. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and when your balls truly stink, you can smell it just when you're, you know, filling around with your <laughs> with your pants to go pee. So <laughs> if you want to make sure that that doesn't happen to you, because sometimes you don't feel so fresh. 
down there, head over to ballwash.com and order yourself a starter pack. Uh, I believe they're called a sack pack. Yes, I so, believe so. So order yourself a sack pack and you will get a you'll get the body wash, which is charcoal. It's black, it's manly, and it smell <laughs> but it smells good. It does, yes. Uh, and then there's you'll get also the spray cologne, and then you'll also get the sack rub so that your sack doesn't smell at the end of the day. We got our brief review of Sonic the Hedgehog here. This is not going to be anything that we get too deep into. Right, honestly. right. Um, <laughs> There's not a whole lot of things to get super deep into. No, no. But I think, you know, I, I think there was plenty in this movie that left me more surprised than, yeah. than I expected to be. Let's get into my synopsis real quick. A space hedgehog named Sonic with amazing speed is transported to Earth where he hides in exile and learns about American pop culture by being a peeping Tom. As puberty hits, Sonic unleashes his full power in a fit of rage, causing the U.S. government to send their top scientific mind, Dr. Robotnik, on the case to find the source of this immense power and harness it for government reasons. <laughs> now, Sonic must work with his newly appointed best friend, the Donut Lord, to gather all the space rings and defeat Robotnik to save themselves and their home of Green Hills, Montana. And that made no sense. No. Much of this movie doesn't make sense. It doesn't. But that's okay, because I actually liked the character of Sonic. I, I liked, did too. I liked him. Uh, I'm glad that they took the time to go back in and completely redo the CGI right, for right, the right. character. Right. Uh, I couldn't have handled those human teeth on him. Yeah. It would have been weird. But I think making him just embracing the nature of the cartoons and everything like that, and just it, embracing that this is what people know of Sonic. This is how we they think Sonic looks. And putting that on screen with live action actors around it it worked it, it worked fine. yeah it fine uh i loved i love marsden in this yes marsden is like he's this type of actor james marsden where it doesn't seem like he has an ego about himself which is why he can do movies like sonic right and, and hop and not yeah, really yeah. like and not not really like let it like hurt his ego and stuff right. that he's in a movie like this but he shines through i i really i really enjoy him in it i i, I like his goofy persona when yeah. he has one stuff like that i thought he was absolutely charming in it but and like you said anyone else in that as that character doesn't work. probably would have annoyed the doesn't, shit out of you doesn't work like we saw dom hall gleason in um peter rabbit right mm -hmm. and i don't I, I don't like peter rabbit that much logan oh, loves like peter, peter See, rabbit but i don't like dom hall gleason in it because oh. that's not who dom hall gleason is to me no, right? I thought he was great in he's it. He's General Hux. He's you know he's 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 this very like serious actor in Ex Machina and all these like other other things. Like that's who I see him as as like the, almost like this like little Arthur actor. Uh, and then when I see him like you know fucking around with a CGI rabbit, I'm just like I think it was cute. That don't jive. Anyway, back to Sonic. Back back <laughs> <laughs> back to Sonic. Uh, I think the person who really steals the show though is Jim Carrey. Um, yes, he was great. Jim Carrey's great. He, and Jim Carrey with me is hit or miss. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I know Jim Carrey's been a little wackadoodle the last couple of years. And he brought that to this role. <laughs> and he brought it to the role and it was great. And I totally understand why he's the way he is now, but 
it, he was great. I loved him. I oh, thought yeah. it was going to annoy me because I'm like, oh, God, Jim Carrey, here we go. But no, I, think, I really liked him. I think the first scene we see him in, which is the one that was in the trailer, mm-hmm. it, he was annoying there. Yeah. I hated that scene. But then everything else around with him, I, I loved it. I loved the way yeah. he kind of like chewed up the scenery and stuff like that. Um, he, he felt like he needed to explain a little bit more of his backstory every time. Every he time met. he showed up in right. a new scene, right? right. And it just like, it just cinched the fact that he's an absolute maniacal asshole yeah, yeah. Uh, who thinks very highly of himself and his intelligence and uh it, i mean it, look the whole movie was a little outlandish in the end though mm-hmm. right like i mean like the fact that robotnik clearly has unlimited funds from the united states yeah. government to make all these drones and a giant you know, like hovercraft spaceship that he chases sonic around with well if the president at this point is our current president it it does make sense. That, uh, yeah, right. Because that, well, that sounds cool. But yeah. Give him unlimited budget. Because that sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I get the flower one. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, but I mean, I when I watched this movie, I realized like I'm watching this movie. A I tried to watch it like as a child or as a parent watching this with a right. child. Like uh, we didn't have Logan with us, but I assume that Logan would probably really enjoy this. She movie. would. Yeah. I think kids really like would like this movie. I think that the jokes and the humor and stuff in it, though, it's all stuff that I've seen elsewhere. Like I right. feel like they they picked other other jokes and stuff from pop culture, threw it into their movie, put it in this kid rapping, and maybe the kids don't understand those references or jokes. So it's gonna be funny and new to them. But the second I saw Sonic flossing, I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. fuck no, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why has he got to do that? And he does it what, like two or three times in the movie. He does, and I, but and there's also a moment where because he's a speedster, they do the quicksilver thing right, where right. everything's freezing and he's moving things around. It's like seen it, I've seen it. But then I realize little kids haven't they seen haven't it. seen it. They right. haven't seen right. it. Right. So it's recycling things and putting it through a filter so that these kids can watch it and and enjoy it. But for me, I, I felt like a lot of that stuff was stale. While I still like the character of Sonic. I didn't find him funny. I found most of his jokes to be... I mean, don't get me wrong. This movie did make me laugh several Mm -hmm. times. But I found most of it to be retired old material that I've gotten before. Nothing about this movie was unique at all. Except the fact that everyone seems to love Olive Garden them a lot. Oh, and... (laughs) And then I realized, like, man, how did they do all those reshoots? The product placement, Zillow.com. Like, she's like, I was just on Zillow.com. And I found some apartments for us to look at in San Francisco. I really love Zillow.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we figured out that Olive Garden was definitely a big sponsor. Definitely a big sponsor. <laughs> never ending bread bowl. Have you, uh, never ending pasta bowl. Have you yeah. been there? It's never ending. <laughs> it's like, I was like, okay, all right. So, I mean, that's that's how they paid for it. But uh, you know, I think I think this movie was it was fine. It, Sonic is a series of memes. Like, right. It's th- that's what this movie is. It's a series of internet memes and and jokes that have been going around for the past couple of years, and then it just crams it all into one character in this movie and puts it out there it's not a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination no 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 I liked it it was fun it's fun it's enjoyable but it's trash (laughs) (laughs) it's it's enjoyable trash it's pleasant trash I just hope it makes a lot of money because of the fact that people were pissed off about the original Sonic how the original concept came out I hope all those people went there opening weekend to make this money we did make 
We make did. It. I complained about about it, and then they changed it for me and everyone else who complained. Right. And I supported. So hoping that I supported that this and I went weekend. And it, it was a good weekend for them. <laughs> it actually was. It was good. a pretty good weekend good. for them. Uh, but you know, I I think just in the end, it's 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 fun and that's it just shut your brain off have fun don't look for anything too spectacular from right. it just just accept the fact that that this exists and it's <laughs> and it's this no one asked for it no one really wanted it but it's here and you know what we're not worse off for having it. right that's, right right in the end that's what it comes down to so lauren do you have a score for sonic the hedgehog <laughs> it's let's let's give it a c plus okay you know? I'm I'm right there with you. Okay, I'm, I'm not a C plus though. I'm 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 at just a solid C. Okay, like, I'm just okay. at a solid C. There's enjoyable moments in this for sure, uh, but there's far more eye rolling moments where you're just like, <laughs> come on, man. I don't think it fails. It I don't does, think it succeeded. No, it's like them. You know, you're an average average kid who brings home uh, average scores yeah and your parents don't expect a lot from you it's, but they know you'll be okay it's you know the, it's the movie version of of me it's average average <laughs> in every way and it's just it's just okay with being average <laughs> <laughs> when it's only competition is birds of prey right now really in the box office right it's fine it's right. fine it's fine people are gonna see it it's the only thing out there for kids to go see yeah and i think kids kids are gonna love it and i think it's gonna get a sequel speaking of uh getting a sequel let's get into our spoilers and our easter eggs this is gonna be extremely brief <laughs> to go over uh before we get out of here all right easter eggs um i mean I, there's i'm not gonna really talk about the plot of the film or anything like that because i think it just speaks for itself right. it's just ridiculous moments after ridiculous moments until robotnik is defeated and that's it but uh you know we learned that sonic is is from a different dimension per se a different space different realm or right, whatever right uh he has like a map at one point where he opens it up and he's craw- has other realms like crossed off and it reminded me of that map from thor where it's yeah. like the nine realms uh so um and he he talks about you know where he was from and when they show it when he's a little kid that is green hill zone in right the very first sega genesis game right which, right, right. Which yep. you really i i didn't even know i you loved were, it i didn't even know you were a fan of that until i bought the uh until i bought my sega genesis oh, i love sonic i bought my sega genesis like the retro right retro one and that obviously is on and that it. was like the only game i wanted to yeah. play was just sonic and i just hear like one i came in here i think and i hear like bam I was like, is that who's playing Sonic? And you're out there with with your niece Kylie playing yeah. Sonic. So. Yeah. Um, so they th- they show that. Then we learned that the rings are portals to different dimensions and stuff. When you throw the ring, it just magically it op- grows to the right. place that you're thinking of. Right, and then right. You, you go there. Uh, but they do do a thing later on in the movie with the rings, where if you notice when Sonic falls off the building in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and he and he kind of like hits the pavement, all the rings spill it out. Spill right. out. Right. But he's okay. Right. And he gets up and he collects the rings right. and runs off. Which is something you do in something the game. Something you do in the video game, right. Yep. But if you don't have rings and mm-hmm. you get hit in the game, you die. you're down and out. Right. So every other time in the movie where he was down and out, no rings. Right. So I was like, okay, that's a little homage to mm-hmm. the to the video game. Obviously, he he's in Green Hills, Montana. Right. Also in the movie, uh, in the beginning when he escapes his dimension, he's being chased by what looks like uh, evil ninja echidnas. Yeah. 
that is the same species or the same brand, whatever, of animal <laughs> that Knuckles will be, who right. uh, presumably will show up at some point, possibly in the sequel, because uh, I believe Knuckles did start out as a bad guy in yes. the, in the mm-hmm. video games. And then uh, at one point, when they are coming back from that country bar, that, that country biker bar, mm-hmm. and he's laying down, Sonic mentions that he's having like a stomachache because he ate right. something called a chili dog, yeah, yeah, yeah. which the Sonic cartoon in the early 90s, he was him and Tails were all about getting Right, chili, right. chili dogs like <laughs> and i was like oh man they're bringing in elements now i i know from watching a few videos today that there were other easter eggs that have to do with like sonic x and the sonic rpg and all these games from sonic that i've never played right that's fine i'm not gonna go through those easter eggs because that's not me i played sonic one two sonic and knuckles yeah i only played like the original right. sonic game and i played right. sonic spinball like <laughs> oh that's right yeah <laughs> Those are the games that I that that, I, that I've played yeah. from Sonic. So that's the stuff that I'm picking up on when I was watching this movie. But finally, they had the uh, the after credits scene. Right. Uh, first off, I loved the credits. I loved that it took the 16 bit Sonic levels yeah, and then yeah, they yeah. played through the movie at, in 16 bit. Yeah, yeah. That was adorable. Uh, but then it comes back and we see that a ring portal opens. And out drops a tiny little fox with his little ducktail in yep. the front, his little ducktail hair in the front. And he, he opens up some sort of device and he says, he's here. I'm not too late. You know, I can find right. him. And, and then he, he jumps off the hill and then he's... His little helicopter comes tail up. goes up. So <laughs> presumably if a sequel is greenlit, which I'm almost positive it will, it, yeah, will be, absolutely. it will be Sonic and Tails together going off. But And it kind of seems like Tails... They don't know each other. They don't know each point. other at this right, point. Right. right. Uh, but now it makes me wonder, like, is James Marsden the Donut Lord? Is he no longer going to be Sonic's best friend? Because right. Now because, well, now Tails is there. he has a best friend. How sad. And guaranteed you he's going to have a kid by the time the second one comes along. So he's going so to Sonic's be too gonna busy. So Sonic's going to feel ousted. Yeah. Right. Because now he has not only this dog who Sonic believes is his second best friend. Yes. <laughs> but he's going to have his wife. And he's going to have his kid. And let's face it. Sonic is living an existence in a fantasy world because he's living inside an attic. He's right. basically Bart's evil twin, Mungo, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from the uh, Treehouse of Horrors. Right. <laughs> Just living up there, getting, being fed <laughs> fish heads until Tails comes and rescues them and they go off. And uh, we do know that Robotnik survived the encounter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is now basically in, in mushroom. In, in mushroom. mushroom what did they call it? Mushroom land? Mushroom yeah, well, realm? Whatever. I don't know what they called it. But. In, in some mushroom world, I thought it was a reference to Mario Brothers, but no, apparently there is a mushroom Green Hills mm-hmm. in the games at some point, and that it's more of a reference to that. But he does shave his head, presumably so that fungus would not grow in his hair. Oh, that makes sense. Because everything grows there. So. I just thought he was like hot or something, you know? No, I think so that's why he shaved his head, so fungus doesn't grow there. But he, he now, from being electrocuted and stuff, his, his mustache is all... crazy mustache, stuff. right? Right, and he's shaved his head. Now he has the goggles on, and he is going to get back by Christmas. And I was like, "That's no. what he said." I yeah. was like, "No way!" Does this movie come- can they turn around and have a sequel by Christmas twenty twenty? Yeah, right. <laughs> That'd be nuts. <laughs> Probably Christmas twenty twenty one. No, I, I was going to say they didn't happening. say a year. No, but he'll be back by Christmas. Right? I'm sure. Maybe the next one will be a, a Christmas Sonic movie. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 
But that's going to do it for our review of Sonic. Please reach out to us on social media. Let us know what you thought of the Sonic movie. You can find me on Twitter at SuperMoviePod. You can find Jay on Facebook, Super Movie Bros Podcast over there. And then also, if you're really enjoying the show, please leave us a five-star review on the podcast listening app of your choice. If you're not able to leave a review, you can also just uh, leave a review on iTunes uh, if you have an iTunes account. Leave us a five-star review and we will read it out on the show. And if you're really enjoying the show, we do have a Patreon for Super Movie Brothers. So head over to patreon.com slash Podcast on there. And for just $1, you can get all the additional content we have available. I want to thank all of you for listening. Have a great one. Cheers. (laughs) 